0: what the fuck did i just watch welcome back to another episode of midnight double feature and on this upcoming attractions episode we're going to be talking about the meg directed by john turtletob Matt, how you doing
1: today? Yeah, all right. Yeah, not too bad. How are you, man? Fucking (laughs) spruce. To
0: use your words. Yeah, thank
1: Uh, you. Um, Man, I feel like I've waited uh, since the prehistoric Jurassic age for this film, and we finally have seen (laughs) this- As as long as the- As old as the Meg is. and and we finally have witnessed this monstrosity, and-
0: This, uh, this is a thing, man. This, uh- I'm just gonna uh let's let's talk a bit about what this episode is going to be <laughs> first. Um, I feel this episode is probably going to turn into an episode completely almost completely about the Meg. We've got a little bit of news, um, but uh it's nothing huge. It's just a few things that uh matt uh Matt has collected because i i I've just fucking been lazy this entire week um and matt's just gone you know gone full producer on me and just collected <laughs> all this stuff and i was just like god damn yeah you are committed committed as Got shit but yeah mostly uh i feel <laughs> i feel like this episode is going to turn into mostly about the meg uh because that's our sort of big news piece um not really news but basically it'll be a review kind of like how we did uh and man and the wasp uh I- infinity Solar. war it's yeah. not exactly Solo, yeah. It's not going to be a full-on like feature presentation or anything like that. We're just going to kind of give our off-the-cuff kind of thoughts on it and things like that because we only saw it yesterday. Um, and I know that it is a highly anticipated movie, shall we say. I mean, Jesus Christ, it's number one at the box office in the US. It, broke, it didn't break any records, but it's doing well, doing uh, better than it they thought it would. It broke records
1: about um, movies starring Jason Statham featuring a giant Megalodon. Uh so technically it's
0: a record it broke, it broke records it broke records for dog shit movies <laughs> uh, uh, actually it didn't because Transformer's Age of Extinction uh, is up there
1: it, it was definitely better than um shit. it was definitely better than Tomb Raider that's for sure that's, that's what
0: you kept telling me, but I was just like, nah. Nah,
1: I can back and uh, defend this film against Tomb Raider, maybe not against many other films so but- <laughs>
0: As as usual, uh, the way these kind of review episodes go, uh, we're just going to give our kind of not uh, sorry, our non spoiler thoughts on it for about five to ten minutes or so, and then once you hear the sort of sound clip from the movie uh, or the trailer or whatever I decide <laughs> to put in there when I'm editing this bitch, um, then that's when you know spoilers are coming. Uh, not that you should care about spoilers in this movie, because. Who goes
1: to see this movie for the story? Uh, well, right? <laughs> the directors seem to think we we're going to go for the character development and story. That's for sure. Um, uh, yeah, that, that, so let's let's that get let's in, get into that. that man. Let's start with your that was thoughts. An incorrect assumption. Um, look, overall, I think I like the film a bit more than you. Um, so to say, look, I, I did enjoy the film for maybe the wrong reasons. Um, you know, I'm seeing Jason Statham do interviews and he's saying the movie doesn't take itself too seriously. Well, it, it fucking does. <laughs> but that made it more enjoyable for me, man. Look, I I, I laughed at the parts where I wasn't meant to laugh and I didn't laugh at the parts where I was meant to laugh, which is not a great sign. However, overall, I kind of enjoyed it. I wouldn't watch it again. Um, I love Ruby Rose, but she's Definitely gonna get a Razzie nomination for this performance. Like, I'm sorry, girl, but um, I respect to the Aussies and and I love you, but oh wow, that was that was that was not good. Um, and man, like this film, it it it. They say filmmakers are about decisions, and 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 this has some odd decisions, man. Like the the stuff where you would put logic and reason and common sense. There it was in areas you weren't expecting it to be. And then the parts where you would expect just reasoning and just not making big leaps. That stuff was just completely fucking ignored. And I'm just sitting there in my seat laughing my fucking dick off. Pretty sure the people behind me in cinema hate me. But you know what? Overall, was it a good film? Not really. Did I enjoy the shit out of it? Yes. Was it <laughs> for the wrong reasons? Of course. But overall, dude, I like the Meg. Not for, not for reasons I was supposed to, but I liked it. What do you think, man?
2: <laughs> this movie was a piece of shit. It wasn't that
1: bad. <laughs> Alright, no, go on, go on, go on,
0: go on, dude. It was terrible. Um, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head uh, because it was it took itself way too seriously. Like this movie should know exactly what it is. When we talked about it. We talked about it when the trailer came out. remember it was on our one of our uh upcoming attractions yeah, episode talked about way, back, it for way uh, too long <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait you talked about it for way too long, but um, I think we both said that this is a movie that shouldn't take itself seriously i mean it's it's a giant shark and Jason Statham, like you know <laughs> your your script is written right there, um and that being said, man, like I think it took itself way too seriously. Uh, and that for me kind of brought it way down. Like I was like because I, I I literally said I was like, okay, this is gonna be a pile of shit, but I can you know fucking piranha 3D. Not three D D. 3D three D is a pile of shit, but it's in- enjoyable because it's stupid and knows exactly what it is. <sighs> Whereas this um this tries to force so much character develop on your development on you. Um, the the pacing is a bit rough. Like seriously, man. Like I was just like, oh my god, we have another scene of character development. Seriously, they just like roll over into like a one in the middle somewhere there. Um, not to mention, oh, actually, that's a spoiler, so I'm not going to say that. But, um, uh, dude, how many times did we look at each other and we were like, dude, that was a weird cut. Uh, that was a weird scene transition. Th-
1: <laughs> you there know there what I mean? were a couple. The, the so film weird. definitely has bigger problems. Like, if I was to say the biggest issue yeah, I have with um, the film, besides, like, the the film in terms of pacing, the same problem that Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom had, but like, not as bad as Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom in terms of pacing. I think that movie had some of the worst, worst pacing I've seen all year. But, um, the weirdest problem I think this film had, and, um, you might, I don't know if you agree with me or not here, but, um, this film felt like it was trapped no, between two worlds. It didn't know <laughs> what it was supposed to be. Like the first half of the movie in That's particular was really serious.
0: Don't, don't get oh, into okay, details. Okay, yeah.
1: Well, um, mm. uh, the film has moments where it is kind of not taking itself too seriously. And it is sort of acknowledging the fact that it's a dumb shark movie and doing crazy shit, but it doesn't do that enough. And, for every scene of that, there's like two scenes involving somebody crying and trying to grieve about their past or something. Dude, which is
0: there's a lot of crying in this movie. Those two
1: things don't mesh well. <laughs> mesh well, you know. No, I um, don't And they you don't. know, give us one scene of that of that, but don't give us twelve back to back. Um,
0: well, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, like they 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 honed in on the characters way too much, and like, look, give me some character development. But don't give it to me at the end of Act Two. <laughs> give it to me in Act yeah. One, like you know what I mean. Just don't, don't fucking, you know. Um, I just I don't without know. going let's, to um,
1: let's talk to about. S- oh, uh, go on.
0: I was just gonna say, let's talk about the director because you were you were a bit mind blown when you found out about the yeah, director. Yeah, I didn't
1: realize till before we did this this podcast. Well, first of all, um, John Turtle, Um, first of all, great choice of um. Director based his name. Uh it's a movie about the ocean. Here's the word turtle in his name. Good fit.
0: It's not as good as it's not as good as Mark Webb doing Spider-Man. Yeah, it's
1: pretty fucking on on point. Um, but this guy's <laughs> done a lot of films that I fucking loved as a kid. And you even liked recently. This guy, just to name a few that stick out to me. He did the original Three Ninjas. Um, he did fucking
2: Yeah, I'm not Cool now.
1: Runnings, which was the most quotable film for me in year six. Um he did a Travolta film called Phenomenon. I'm, I'm not familiar with that. Um, did a Bruce Willis film called The Kid. But most of all, he's done, like, I think about 30 films starring Nick Cage. Uh looking at national. I think he's done two <laughs> of the National Treasures and he did um, The really Sorceress did. Apprentice. Oh, I thought it was three. My bad. And um, I think he also directed nice. an episode of the Rush Hour reboot series. I think it was the pilot. I could be, could be wrong. Yeah. Um,
0: well, he directed he directed the the pilot for Jericho. I used to love Jericho back yeah. in the day.
1: Like this um, dude, this, this dude's got a fucking great resume. Um, he does. He's a fucking good director. Admittedly, I think a lot of my favorite stuff from him were actually more like children's films. I'm noticing. Um, yeah, but that being said, yeah. that ties into something from the Meg, which I don't think anyone was expecting, and and uh, and probably one of its biggest flaws is that. This film is, like, a hard PG-13. Like, it is, like- like
0: It might as well be PG. There's
1: very very little, almost no blood. There's not, there's only maybe two scenes in the whole film where they attempt to build suspense or fear. Um, And it's not scary, but, like, you know, it's a shark film. You expect there to be some horror element. Um, And out of the main cast, oh, let's just say the body count is low. And, again, very little blood. Like, this giant shark, it could so big, it doesn't bite people. It just swallows you whole. And we don't really see any shots where someone does get swallowed whole. Or if so, it's very little. It's a lot more implied violence than actual violence, which is super disappointing for a shark film. Wouldn't you agree? Well, I
2: mean... <laughs> I hate to compare it to Jaws but th- seriously there's really
0: there's really no other good sort of uh comparison. Uh Jaws a-, a lot of the violence was actually uh implied. You know? Um even the shark itself was implied. Mm. Um but uh, like this just just this should have just been like in your face. Oh, yeah. Like the tone of it was just everywhere like I don't well, look, yeah, it was just when, a messy when it comes messy to movie. Violence uh, like
1: like, even if you look at, like, recent shark films, like, ones that have attempted to be more serious, or even the not serious ones, like Sharknado and stuff, the, the go-to thing for all these movies, regardless if it's, like, a take it serious, take a not serious film, it's either look how scary and dangerous these teeth are, which this film barely has anything that even resembles that, um, or the other thing is look at this gory, fucked up, bloody shit, and we get close to none of that. And it's a fucking shock yeah. movie. That's mm-hmm. di- exactly. Oh, that's disappointing. It's called The
0: Meg. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Let's uh, let's fucking nip this in the bud. Let's get to spoilers. Oh, what do you please, say?
1: I'm really struggling not to get into spoilers here. It's
0: Megalodon. He's kidding, right? Now let's talk spoilers. Let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk spoilers for the Meg. Um, let me start off. I. Surprisingly, I liked that twist that was in there when they killed uh, that big, 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 big ass shark. But doesn't turn out to be the Meg, or if it was a Meg, uh, it wasn't the then,
1: biggest Meg or whatever. You know. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, but, but like it was, it was a good. I thought it was a good twist. I mean, obviously, I could see it a mile away. That fat guy was swimming in that in that uh, in the in the
1: water for he, so he long. He basically man. held a like, sign saying a cup- "Please eat me" for twenty minutes. <laughs>
0: yeah. Was he, like, I was like, "Where? hurry up, Shark, man. This guy's been, like, what? what you know, waiting in this water for so long, <laughs> treading and water and shit. Like, he's basically doing dog paddles right now. And they're right just, now. like,
1: sort of laughing off. And, like, you and me, we looked at each other like, he's going to get eaten. And then, like, we waited, like, a full five yeah. minutes. Like, he's still going to get so eaten, long. but it's just taking so its time. Like, uh But they're just, like, cracking jokes and shit like I've, that, I've, man. I've, oh, my God. It maybe was, they're trying uh, to subvert. I mean, you know what? I'm not going to defend it. I'm not going to defend it.
0: Um... And dude, yeah. how many people fall off boats in this movie? God damn! Hold on <laughs> to a railing, please. Uh, you know,
1: I'm not. I'm not too <laughs> mad at that. It is a big <laughs> ass shark, but like, there are so many times where it's like you see how fucking massive this shark is, and you just think this guy could eat the boat in one gulp. Why is he? Right, n- why exactly. is he slowly bumping it? Like, they should be more scared. Ugh. They should. They should not be in these small ass boats. It makes no sense um
0: dude there are like so many moments where they're like chill
1: oh like it's way you can too see calm the shark.
0: yeah they're way too calm they're just like having a conversation the the um uh, i'm sorry the adjacent statham and uh oh the female lead oh her name is bing bing lee uh her name is uh, sorry that's her actress name the real name uh the character's name is Yin. So there's a moment where, okay, by the way, Jason Statham's name is Jonas. Can we acknowledge that? <laughs> Jonas. Jonas Taylor. Uh, and he's the only one that's given a last name in this movie as well. Uh, you know, Suyin. <laughs> Jonas Taylor. Gone. No, no, Jonas Taylor and Suyin are having like a deep heart to heart and meanwhile, like, the camera, like, keeps on, like, cutting back to the Meg, uh, probably about two, 300 metres out. All you can see is, like, it's, it's, like, the dorsal fin. And I'm, like, I literally turn to you and I'm, like, man, this movie, it's so easy to write from a writer's standpoint. So, like, you can just get the shark to attack whatever you yeah. want. <laughs>
1: Look, the, alluding to what I was alluding to before with logic, like, one of the biggest problems with this film is the, the way this shark acts and how they react to it. It's so weird at times, like, like it's like the shark yeah. is waiting for them in a certain part of the ocean for half the film that they can just go to, but they'll also casually talk while the shark's nearby, and it's a lot of just like, no, you wouldn't act this way. The shark was not you wouldn't be this chill, or the shark wouldn't just be circling around this one area. It, it, sharks need to swim to survive. It's not going to be going around circle for no reason. It's going to be like by the time you finish your deep emotional scene the shark's going to be fucking driven uh, fucking swam all the way to fucking africa or fucking antarctica by now you know it's not just going to chill here for 2 seconds also the strength of the shark seems to change from scene to scene which makes no fucking sense it's absolutely bonkers <laughs> the the fucking like logic like the powers of this shark change from scene to fucking scene um Oh man, there's so many it's weird rough, choices. Man.
0: and no one fucking it's, dies. What, I, I like, don't even know. I don't even know where look, to look, start. One of my,
1: no one like, dies. Like one of my biggest problems with the film
0: is oh, people do
1: dialogue. Like, yeah, like like, like oh, characters that have dialogue, They're maybe engineers. two or three. But then there's yeah. this one scene, yeah. and it's yeah. teased in the trailers, and it looks like it's gonna be the fucking coolest scene ever, where it's some international country. It's it's hard to tell because they they mentioned Indonesia. But there's a Chinese wedding going on nearby. Um, you know that, like, you know, they've got the flag <laughs> and stuff on there. So it's, it's, it's some Asian country. I don't want to be wrong with, um, with what I'm saying. But, okay, it's just-
2: You're racist. It's, uh, I
1: apologize if, I, if I'm incorrect. Um, but there's, like, this beach, right? Shallow water. Eh, hundreds of thousands of people at this beach.
0: You offended, you offended Chim Ding over
1: there. I'm, All right, I'm on. sorry, Chim Ding.
2: <laughs> hundreds of thousands of so people Just, just close
1: your eyes and let me paint the scene for you right hundreds of thousands <laughs> of people in shallow water at a fucking beach now for some reason <laughs> every single person of these hundred thousand people have the exact same brand of like floaty donut except different colors oh. except for this one Dude, little kid rough. who has a separate one different to everybody else so i don't know why there are so many people here with the same fucking floaty it it's 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 fucking weird, right? You know now, why? Product placement or some You know shit. why? Oh no no no! You know lazy. why? Control C, Control <laughs> yeah, V, yeah.
0: copy but, pays, this- but like I was also thinking as well, um a lot of those like beaches like have kind of like a rental thing. Don't so defend maybe this that's
1: fucking I- film, bro. No, you can't. No, <laughs> fuck I know, you. But you're like, not allowed to do Literally, that. like when I
0: turned and like when I turned and said it to you holy shit, man, they all have the same donut. I was like, oh, but maybe they all kind of, like, rented it and shit. I don't know. But there's
1: there's Uh, over 100,000 people there. No, 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 it gets worse. It gets worse, okay? Because (laughs) here's what the fuck happens, right? So this Meg, right, it's bigger than your fucking house. It's giant, fucking gantic right? Now, all these people swimming in shallow water- we're seeing the vision of the Meg underneath them all, and clearly this Meg is fucking five times taller than them. So, like, the logic of the height doesn't even make sense in this scenario. And then as the biggest cocktees in the history of- s-
0: Are they swimming in the abyss? Yeah,
1: it makes. But, but they're right near the beach so it makes no goddamn sense. Unless it's the steepest fucking drop-off in the history of beaches. Like,
0: you have Children swimming in this massive, like, Nobody trench, notices basically. a fucking
1: fin the size of a fucking building just going underneath them. Not to mention, underneath like, them.
0: A, a giant fucking shark swims underneath you and there's not even a ripple of water or the current oh, doesn't change. Yeah, again. Or there's no lighthouse tower. Going or- back to
1: common sense, <laughs> this shark can teleport. Oh, it is appears next to you there's no there's Dude. no fish swimming away scary there's no fucking ripples and no waters there's no fucking waves with a fin that big you're gonna get fucking tidal waves bro like nobody gives a shit but, but here's the thing here's the thing here's what fucking blows my fucking mind and just got me mad as hell you fucking all right oh, over man. There? okay okay you want me to be mad at this film this is the scene that gets me mad right You promised us- I
0: thought you liked this uh,
1: film. It was enjoyable, but for the wrong reasons again, right? But this (laughs) is what gets me mad. The biggest cock tease in the history of cinema. So you give us these trailers and you show us like 100,000 people or some shit at a beach and a giant fucking shark is coming. Fuck yeah. Now the shark comes in, it attacks. You never see it eat a single person, like- Properly, It's like sort of implied, but it never jumps out of the water. Nothing It's just the fin. And then after three seconds into that, they do like a little whale call and just fucking goes away. It's like, nah, fuck you. So I'm going to go kill a whale. Like what the shit? This is your one scene. You're going to get to give us all that violence or that gore. Let the shark be a fucking shark. And all these motherfuckers are okay. This is meant to be a big action set piece. And we got nothing. We didn't get a single fucking noteworthy death. Like, oh, I get mad thinking about it. It's such a they just they just fucking cock teased us. We got nothing, Zohab. Like, I'm not crazy, right? That was fucking bullshit.
0: It was bullshit, man. Like, it was just like a like you said, man. It was a it was a massive dictate. Uh, <laughs> like, like, and they set it up. They set it up. They for set so it up so long, well like, as well. It's like one of the only things it did. You see the guy. Good. Yeah, you see the like the group of people who are like trapped. You see it, like, the shark turn around, like, you know, and then it's, like, heading straight for them, and the music builds up and everything, and it cuts away. Look, it's I, seriously, I, it's just so anticlimactic. I, I want to go back to something you talked well, about before earlier. Before you do, before
1: you do, tell me what you think of this, right? So we know that they spend, like, it's, like, one of the most expensive shark movies they made or whatever. It was considered a bit of a risk. I think the first draft was done up in, like, the, the 90s or something. Maybe, maybe if we're fucking lucky, there's an extended cut. They filmed all that shit. But then they want to get the rating around, like, PG-13. They cut it all out. Maybe it's a scenario. If so, it's fucking bullshit. But, like, why would you waste all that time and not give us a decent death? You know?
2: I'll tell you why. Because this movie's dog shit. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, what were you going to say? Dude.
0: Dude. Um, you said that this shark teleports. I want to touch on that for a little bit. Because, seriously, there are moments when characters turn around, like it's chasing them, then characters turn around and it's gone. <laughs> like like this thing, yeah. like, you're telling me that this thing that's as big as a house has the power to move that fast? Like you, okay, Matt, oh. turn your neck. Turn turn your neck. See how quickly it is. Yeah. Don't actually break your neck over Ow. there. Yeah. But, like, you know... Look how quickly it takes to turn your neck. Not even one eighty degrees. That's probably like one hundred. Like just kind of like an angle, right? It doesn't even. It doesn't even take a second. But this <laughs> thing's it's like more complex there, than that. And then it's gone. even if
1: it was that fast. Even if it was that fast, it would generate so much fucking power that you would see like the fucking water move. You'd be fucking like. There'll be like a fucking explosion of water and shit you, you would feel it you would be pushed back from the speed and velocity and power of this shark but nothing like it's it's almost like the yeah, shark's no. not even there and it's just like some sort of CGI fake shark that's there but no that can't be it that can't be it it's almost like the shark isn't real
0: um let's talk about let's get into some characters oh uh let's talk about this let's say uh, let's talk about Jason's death. Let's just start with Okay, the you know what
1: Jason Statham. Jason Statham, and I'm totally okay with that.
0: Yeah, I, I, uh, I mean, you know, he said, "Chew on this, you ugly bastard." You know what? So I'm happy
1: with that. Um, Jason Statham carries this movie. In fact, if he wasn't in this film,
2: yeah, he if does. he wasn't
1: in this film, I would, call, I'd be with you saying it's complete dog shit. But for me, he's so charismatic. He looks like a fucking boss. Like he's what is makes these scenes kind of work for me it's what makes me doesn't hate the scenes every time he's not on screen i'm like okay get back to statham i miss him already but he's he saves this movie in my eyes
0: i think the shark does but anyway
1: no yeah maybe i guess (laughs) (laughs)
0: but okay that's another thing it takes 40 minutes for the shark to come into the movie yeah and that's that's, i looked at my
1: watch that's the primary um element of the film taking itself too seriously i actually didn't mind it at first it was kind of like i was kind of interested with them exploring the ocean stuff like that i thought it was a good setup um but everything that happens after that is so anticlimactic and uninteresting because the first Act are the only thing with suspense and stuff. So, like, if they could somehow carry that vibe throughout it with the shark, I'd be okay with that. Um, but it just makes the first part of the film feel so useless when everything after it is such utter shit. You know what I mean? Uh,
0: I've got, like, I've got another kind of logic. I I, I hate to keep, like, throwing the logic issues out there, but you know what? This movie's so full of them that it's really tough to not talk about logic. Dude. Dude, they, like, (laughs) the first thing they see, they don't even see the Meg first. You know, they see a giant squid. But then when they get back to operations, their little operation meeting, all they're talking about is the Meg. Like, you just (laughs) discovered, like, this potential, (laughs) like, kind of, like, kingdom of, like, massive animals, massive sea life, and all all you're concerned about is this giant shark. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you you know what, you know, It doesn't make sense. It's it, it's in this section of the film, too, where they go through so much. They, you know what? They actually do a good job of oh, trying to explain things. The exposition, but,
0: my head hurts. Uh, like, Still, my admittedly, head
1: Admittedly, this is the one part of the film where the logic makes sense, but it's the type of logic you don't need it to make sense. You're willing to go with it. Like, this is what I meant where it's like they put so much thought into some parts, like- Oh, how, how the Mariana Trench! Oh, well, actually, it's a cloud on the floor, or it actually closed when this thing happened. Like, they, they put all this thought there, but then when it comes to something as simple as, oh, the shark teleported, it just magically appeared, there's no thought there, you know? So I actually do appreciate the effort they went through to explain this stuff, but it's fucking, it's a fucking mute point when you're willing to just let all this other shit fly.
0: Moot. Is that what I said? What did I said? Moot. Not mute. Mute. You said mute.
1: mute. Like as in quiet. I knew that. I was, I was testing you. I swear. <laughs>
0: okay. Well, let's- All right. You know what? Let's go back to the all characters. Right. Um, Jason Statham is the only character worth mentioning. Maybe Rain Wilson a little bit. Um, a
1: little bit. Rain Wilson is- um, Even
0: though he's Dwight. Dwight from The Office. Oh,
1: uh, no. He he doesn't really do anything that's noteworthy or interesting. No, he
0: doesn't. But, I mean, I think he I, I, he, I think a- he, he did got a, well Thought like he had uh, to. He's got a presence. Um, no one else has a presence.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, ugh, look the the second. Okay. Like I said before, I am one of those very few people out there who who care for Ruby Rose. I like her, but in this uh, film, just she she is she might as well shocking. not exist. First of all, they do a whole Suicide Squad thing where she's one of the she and like maybe four other characters just stay in the background, do nothing, and it's like, why do you even bother putting her in the film? She's never going to have a a decent moment of anything to do, but even worse, she cannot do an American accent for shit. Um, and it's like, mm. they did some really weird choices with her accent. The first act of the film, she constantly is dropping the accent, fucking it up. And uh, there are even like times where it's like, she didn't even bother. She just did an Australian accent. It's like kind of on the day they were just trying to go, oh, maybe do an American accent. Oh, you know, maybe not now. Like they couldn't make up their mind. Then from, like, I'd say s- the second half of the mo- movie onwards, the accent randomly gets good. So it's either they brought in, like, an accent coach or- um, What I noticed is a lot of times when she speaks, she's actually not shown on camera. She speaks off camera. So maybe they just adr half her lines and, like, recorded them in the booth afterwards. But it's, like, it's fucking weird. Like, like and here's the, the mind-boggling thing is there's, like, five fucking British people in this film- So the Americans can handle British people, but not an Australian accent. Like, why make the one person who can't do an accent do the accent? You know, she got kind of fucked over in this film.
2: I don't,
0: I don't like. She's not the greatest actress. She's not. Um, Even in even even in even in probably her best role, which is John Wick. (laughs) Like, she's not the greatest actress in that. She's probably the weakest part. Like, she can fight in that. She's good, but um.
1: You know what you know. though? Like the the only other thing would, I'd I'd mention, and again, it's not oh, wait, a compliment. Wait. Before
0: we before we go past it, before we go past it, before we go past it, <laughs> do you know what Ruby Rose's character name is? No. <laughs> Brace yourself. Okay. This car this is a character who is edgy with spiky hair. I mean, like, look, yeah. that's what she looks Chattoos like in real life, and, but still. Yeah. Her name is Jax. <laughs> With two axes. Oh, that's it!
1: Like, oh, it's so <laughs> cheesy. It's like it was. It's Come almost on. like it was made in the fucking 80s or something. But um, <laughs> the other thing is, is like Jax. if you're gonna get someone like that, like put them in a believable role. Like I remember the first thing that happened. Like there's like, this is Jax. She's like the scientific designer. She designed this entire ship. And I just looked at you. I'm like, no, she didn't. Like, no, she didn't. Yeah. Like, no. she's a no, fucking no, she's look, an alternative. She's supermodel. supposed to be
0: quirky. She's supposed to be quirky. She has no jokes. Um, She's dude, quirky with no jokes. Dude. You want to you wanna hear, okay, one of the worst characters of the entire year. Okay. The entire year, Paige Kennedy, the big black guy. Holy uh, like shit. To, talk
1: about- talk. I like to refer to him as Fat Tyrese because clearly they're like, hey, um, let's get Tyrese <laughs> from um, Fast and the Furious. Oh, we can't get him? Okay, let's have a character that's exactly like him. Alright, cool. We got it. Sweet. Now how can we make it more racist? Because they fucking went there. Dude.
0: Dude, Moonlight. Like, <laughs> you know, get out. Look at these movies that, like, you know, progressed progressed people of color in, in Hollywood. Like, dude, this guy sets that back twenty at least twenty years Do you not
1: find the med so, progressive like, he as can't a film? Swim. I thought it was <laughs> I thought it was very <laughs> I mean what could have possibly like, you, what could have possibly been Race Space role um on head? Well, number one, he can't swim. <laughs> He's an African American who can't <laughs> like, swim. That is like the second they did that joke, African- I'm I'm just like, no, they did th- did they just yeah. oh, and then they and then they brought it back as a running gag. I'm like, oh no, don't don't do that. Oh, that's awkward. But then like like okay, but I
0: don't even associate like people not being able to swim with black people until they made that joke in the movie because like he goes uh, he goes I can't swim and then Dwight I think Dwight's like are you serious I'm just gonna call him Dwight he's not even yeah. Rand Wilson to well, me he's well, Dwight fair enough they they, they, um, they did Dwight bring goes, it up
1: like they did mention I think that was the Dwight, joke
0: no Dwight goes Dwight goes are you serious and he's like and Paige Kennedy that's his name that's the actor's name he's like. Um he's like, "Oh, you're a racist." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah. Like, no. I was cuz I I was literally thinking, "What Dwight was thinking?" He's like, he's like, "You let li- you work on a on a, a, a fucking research station in the middle of the ocean." Yeah, and you can't swim. That's literally what I was thinking. And then he's like, "Oh, you're racist." I, and I was like, I "What?" I get it.
1: They like- did all, they did a lot of work. This sort a of punchline that didn't land. And let's be honest, almost there's a lot of jokes in this film. But no, like we want to Dude, you we know, where like which nobody like laughed. I don't
0: want to move on from this guy I want, I want, to, I want to pound this asshole into the fucking ground because he just fucking
1: <laughs> he just talks like a normal black guy as well
0: like you know he hypes it he, he like he levels it up he's like he's like I don't want to be here I don't want to be here like there's just a giant shark out there and I was like god well, damn um, dude like
1: just on that note just chill I think it's just, hilarious just, within like the first 10 minutes of meeting the team or the family you are just like they're introducing one person oh, Indian guy, white guy, Chinese person, um, black <laughs> dude, and you would, and you just looked at me but, and you were like, "So all the diversity boxes are ticked."
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
0: huh. all of the literally they they ticked off all of the boxes. By the way, Cliff Curtis, uh he's not Indian. He's I'm pretty sure he's American, but he does this weird kind of like Australian/New slash New Zealand accent in this. Uh Cliff huh. Curtis, by the way, he's been in a few things. He was in Die Hard 4.0 uh, 4. uh for you Americans it's called Live Free Die Hard. Uh he's uh Fear the Walking Dead, Fear the Walking Dead. I believe he was a lead in that. Um hmm. he's in Sunshine. He's been in a few things, you know, like he's uh he's actually he's pretty established. Look oh I, dude you th- know what i just found out what? you know what I'll, i think i'll just shut the fuck up because he actually is uh, from new zealand so i'll just go fuck myself
1: oh okay Well, who's the racist now sahib <laughs> he's from he's
0: from he's from rotorua in new zealand which is a beautiful place i've oh, been so, there yeah. it smells because they've got these like They've got these uh, kind of hot springs, but yeah. It, Again, uh,
1: like- You my, know what,
0: I'll just- he's, he's off New Zealand, Maori descent, so I'll just go fuck myself. Look, you know look, what, the just fucking, the, I'm not even going to delete that part. The
1: point is, like, my point is, is like you've got all these characters with accents, right? And I get with American um, studios that they get worried that the American audience might feel alien if there's not enough American accents. Fair enough. The movie stars a Cockney, Cockney English guy. You've got like three other like foreign accents- you got a huge Chinese presence, which is something I think we should have you worked fucking want, to. Mate? But like, then you give I'm Ruby Rose. you in the face. But then you make Ruby Rose do an American accent when she can't. Like, why did you make that decision? Like, ah, oh, that's frustrating. That's, that's so frustrating. Um, but yeah, I'm like, fucking Jason Satham. It's a megalodon.
0: <laughs> it's working out for you at yeah. all? <laughs> oh
1: Jesus Christ! Uh, but now, honestly, it's like, a megalodon. Speaking of the cast, the no way set it up, like. I like to refer to this film as the shark in the Furious because I think they're trying to create. What, when <laughs> I feel like they're trying to create like when- a whole. <laughs> who referred? To- oh me. Who I- referred it? To- I have. I have. <laughs> it. What? I have. I have. Because because after I'm seeing it, I've been saying that. it all day because like the way they've sort of framed the cast. You know, again, you have fat Tyrese. No, 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 no. You got the lead bold dude. It feels like <laughs> it feels like they're trying to set up a similar style of franchise that's like family friendly but action packed, and sort of just like what Vin Diesel did with Return of Xander Cage, where he kind of just tried to copy and paste with you did Fast and Furious, but like it does not fucking work here. Like almost no one has charisma other than Jason Statham. Oh, and can we just talk about how this is probably the worst cinematic score I've ever heard?
0: It what, is, wait, there was a score in this movie? Oh, well, that's a
1: thing. I didn't notice. So many scenes barely had music, and in, like, scenes where you feel like it would be building, and then when it does have soundtrack, well, it comes in at weird points sometimes, and it's, like, very generic. And then, and so it, and it's very cinematic in a way that's, like, okay, it's, like, you meant to take this seriously, Um, It's not doing like a a heroic thing. It's just like a very serious tone. But then it does fucking weird shit that make that meant to make you feel like don't take this seriously. Like they had a foreign version of um, that song. Oh, Mickey, you're so fun, you're so funny. It was. I'm not sure what language it was in, um, but it really was like out of left field. Because like, okay, is this is meant to be here for? Comedic purposes, I, I guess, and they even bring it in the end. But it's like you got to commit to it. You got to um, commit to the tone. It doesn't yeah, commit to it, it. You
0: can't be half it,
1: half. It, it, it flip flops yeah. so much. It doesn't know what it wants to be. And the two weird ass tones do not merge while well, not giving us the tone that we go in and want and expect, which is lots of blood and shit. You know.
0: Uh. Just lots of blood, not shit.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. Um,
0: <laughs> um, there's another character that I really wanted to talk about as well. Um, he's played by this guy named- I'm going to butcher this, because it's a foreign name. Olafur Dari uh, He He's born in Connecticut, USA, but apparently he spent most of his life in Iceland. He's this fucking fat, most generic-looking engineer- A character like you know what I mean and you know you know dude you know what his character name is he doesn't have a character name his name is the wall
1: oh that's right and then when he falls off they're like a shit you're not a
0: shit you're not in IMDB credits he's credited as the wall he's a fat guy ha 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 He's basically he's basically who Donald Trump calls <laughs> upon, <laughs> and the Mexicans are going to wow, pay for him. <laughs> wow,
1: yeah, that, that's fucked up. Um, but again, doesn't matter because eighty percent of the characters in this film have no relevance to the plot or any of the actions that take place in this film. They do,
0: yeah. It's uh, I like to put
1: Suicide Squad syndrome, where you've got like a cast of like ten people who you all introduce. But only like three of them ever do anything. Um, um, but
2: look, so, this was. You know who was actually decent? Did you know that this was based on yeah, a book?
1: Yeah. Did you? I
0: didn't.
1: Yeah. I had no idea. Um, you know who was no. kind of okay? Um, the little girl, little kid.
2: Yeah. Like, she did what yeah, she needed to
1: do. Yeah. She was really cute, and her jokes were actually pretty, pretty funny. Sorry, <laughs> actually, <I'm
0: joking. laughs> the stuff between. No, that's alright. The stuff between Statham and the kid were pretty they're good, actually.
1: actually. Heart- I they're really like those they're moments. They heartfelt scenes. And yeah. you know what? It just goes to show, like, this director is actually, he seems to be pretty good working with kids. Like, he's done a few good kid movies sort of stuff. And he actually shines through in these scenes.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, he's no uh, he's no Chris Columbus, but yeah. he'll, he'll do it. Um,
1: look, something I want to talk um, about, which I think is mm. um, probably how the movie got a lot of funding, and it's Very strong throughout the film. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but it is a trend we're seeing more in Hollywood. Is um, it's making a lot of attempts to try and connect with a uh, a Chinese box office audience. Um, we've got um, uh, the character, the actress plays Su Yin. She's um, she's pretty much like I don't know if she's second build, but she's definitely got this second most stuff to do outside of Jason Statham. She's the only person has an action scene who has relevance in action scenes outside of Statham, which I was surprised. I was expecting Ruby Rose to be kicking butt. But um, what's funny is, like, this actress is almost not present at all in all the marketing. But in the film, she's, like, one of these- She's, like, the second most important character. Um, yeah. And then and then yeah. not only do you have her, but you have, like, she's got, like, a family going on with, like, a, a kid. And then there's, like, um that scene is, like, a Chinese wedding on a boat. And there's all these other links into like China and there's like a lot of scenes where they do um stuff like that. And like a lot of the scenes is about character building, it's between her and Statham. So like maybe she's got like brand recognition, like maybe she's famous over there or something.
0: But like she's been in a um she's been in a few things, Yeah, dude. she's um yeah, hold on. I'll I'll bring it up for you if you yeah, keep talking. Well,
1: while you find that out, because uh, I I she wasn't familiar to me, but um yeah, man, like
0: Oh yeah, she was in um she was in um Transformers, <laughs> Transformers, Transformers <laughs> Age of Extinction. She literally was. Wow. <laughs> she literally was. Uh. Yeah, I remember now because the the last uh, third of that movie takes place in uh, Tokyo, I believe. Um. So yeah, she was definitely in that. She was uh in Resident Evil Retribution. Um. <clears throat> she's got a few American okay, roles. Okay,
1: c- you could for like I thought she was good actually. Like I didn't think she was bad at all. Um, she was decent.
0: But I mean like she was good like in the moments that you know didn't need to be in this yeah, movie.
1: Yeah, but um it just
0: And I was rolling my eyes I was like, Oh my god. Because the music, like the music was shit. It's like we're gonna play strings and violins now to tell you that this is a sad Yeah, moment. but then
1: when there's a scene with like they're building up and they're preparing for uh. action, there's fucking nothing. It's like, no, this is where you give us the Avengers shit like the did the, then Dun, 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 dun. That's when you should be doing that shit, or at least like some fucking like drumline snare rolls and shit. But instead, it's like just okay. Now we're gonna go get the gun, and we're gonna go get a oh fuck I don't know. My statement's all of a sudden Schwarzenegger, but whatever. Like
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna go get the gun, and then we're gonna go shoot it in its fucking face. We're gonna face. go shoot the megalodon. Um, <laughs> the the music was done by Harry Gregson Williams, who I've never heard of before. And- um, how dare you, sir? Alan Silvestri did the Avengers score.
1: He's fucking No, no, great. I'm saying the movie needed stuff like that.
0: <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Um, I've got some crazy ass trivia for you. Ruby Rose nearly drowned on the set of this movie. Damn! Yeah, um, she says, this is a quote. It was a scene in which I'm in the water and have to swim back to the boat. My clothing, including a layer of thermals to help with the cold, made it really difficult to swim. Everyone loved how it looked and thought I was doing a great job, but they didn't realise my shoes had filled up with water and were making me sink to the bottom of the tank we were shooting in. The next thing I know, safety divers were grabbing me. I drank a, t- a lot of tank water, which I have a feeling is not particularly good for you.
1: Damn. Damn. That, that sucks. Um,
0: dude, another crazy trivia fact. Eli Roth was supposed to direct this movie. What? Uh, Roth left due to creative differences with the studio because he wanted the film to maintain its R rating and a $150 million budget. It's rumoured that Roth, on top of writing and directing, also wanted to play the re- lead role of Jonas, but the studio believed he didn't have the star power, which is true. He, yeah. But still, I would have liked to see his you version know of what, this.
1: Though, like, okay, here's a, here's a quick, First of all, I agree, the R rating would have definitely helped improve this film. Um, second of all, though, like- Correct me if I'm wrong, but how much star power does Statham have? Because I know us film buffs love him and know him for action films and stuff, but what has he done that's been really big other than Fast Furious? I guess the Transporter series, but that's a bit, like, not... Is that relevant still, you know?
0: See, but I think, I think he's... Is he known um, enough? Wh- whenever, he's, whenever he's in a movie, he's great. Like, okay, look... Uh, like,
1: I'm, I'm seeing the- mainstream audiences <laughs> who don't give... You don't know most actors' names. Is he that much of an improvement in star well, my power? Dad,
0: my, my my dad's my dad's my dad knows him and he's not that big of a
1: like you okay. know maybe uh, he is then maybe like he is he was
0: in he was in he was in Crank like he does like he but works Crank wasn't the, a massive uh, film either, but he works the he works the genres. He's been in a yeah, lot of genres. Yeah, I guess stuff. action. Like, I mean, films. Like, look at Spy. Look at Spy. That's a comedy. Like you know what I mean? Action films are like like all out all yeah, out there. I I guess he's
1: um, it, not A-list like Dwayne Johnson right now. Yeah. He will be once he does that fucking spin-off film with him, that Hobbs film.
0: You know what's really underrated? What? Death Race. I fucking love that movie.
1: I thought it was um, alright. I, I love I love the anyway. fucking crank movies, man. Um You know you know you uh, predicted
0: something as well in this like you were like okay i I I predicted
1: everything because this movie was so cookie cutter
0: (laughs) no 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 this is this is this is funny because like you you said you said oh at the end there's gonna be like 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 more megs like there's gonna (laughs) be like kids or some shit like that like the megs kids uh trivia in the book the meg gives birth to three pups (laughs) two two of which died and the lone survivor would be the poster child for the meg for the next meg books in the movie, the shark isn't pregnant and doesn't give birth.
1: Ah, that's interesting. Because you, you know what else I thought was going to happen? Well, Because I, I kind of predicted that earlier on. But there's a scene where they think they've killed the Meg. They go up to it. It's only a whale. But, like, weirdly, its guts are, like, moving around and stuff. Like, maybe it hasn't fully died. But I thought it meant it was pregnant inside. It could be, like, like little mini Megs or something, or, like, little mini sharks inside it. But I think that was just like a- No,
0: but this movie's not serious enough. Yeah. I mean, sorry, this movie's not fucking, you was, know, I'll, it wants to be serious and I real. I was hoping, and,
1: but like the movie's not smart enough to do something cool like this. It would be like, you know, in the first Jurassic Park when the raptors come out and it's kind of like, oh, it's like little mini T-Rexes and they, they're all like fucking panicking because they're even more dangerous. Like I thought they were going to get like a little like faster baby sharks is fucking everything up. It's chewing because we needed something, some sort of violent threat where we could see blood, but I didn't think- Like, the one thing I could never predict was how non-violent the shark movie was.
0: The only time we saw blood was chum. Literally fish guts thrown into and, the ocean, that's it. And when the it.
1: first shark dies, its fin bleeds a tiny little bit. And, like, and then it yeah, dies- and, 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 like, and
0: when Statham guts and the And then when it dies, I was well.
1: like, no way that fucking killed it. Like, you know, it's got a fucking scratch on its fin- She'll be right, mate. Oh, it's so bad. I hated
0: this uh, movie. Um, Why did we not go see Black Klansman? Well, I've already
1: seen it, so oh, that's it, it's, it's pretty, good. It's that's pretty right. good. No, but look, I wanted to see The Meg. It was almost exactly as I predicted. Um, No, it wasn't. No, yeah. I like knew the, I'd be laughing at it. The, I knew the, I'd be laughing at it. The fun, I knew the fun Jason's, factor was just wasn't there. Look, I don't actually, think the fun factor was, was there. It wasn't as good as I hoped. But not by a lot. Like, I didn't. The one thing I never expected is how non violent it would be. That was the most disappointing thing to me. Um, this might as well be a kids' movie. Oh, I wouldn't go that far. But if they did a Mega <laughs> 2, I'd be there opening night. But I'd be opening. I'd be their opening yeah. night for almost anything that involves Jason. That That's involves true. like.
0: We, we some already action. are. Yeah, we we watch we watched Skyscraper fucking first night out.
1: <sighs> Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson, he just does things to me, you know? It just makes me feel a certain way inside.
0: It makes you, makes, makes, makes you feel something down in the nether regions.
1: Uh, I never said that. You said that. And you can never quote <laughs> me on saying that.
0: Hey, man, he's a he's a handsome lady. Um, <laughs> um,
1: do you have anything uh, else to say? We, um,
0: no, I was going to say we should probably start wrapping it up, right? I mean, we don't have that much to say about the Meg. I mean, like, we do. We've been talking about it for 48 minutes, but, like, and how right was I, Matt? Like, you were like, oh, we're not going to talk about it that much. I'm like, wait. 48 minutes isn't that long. <laughs> because we always do. We I always do. I feel like do. if this was a
1: movie I liked, we could be going for hours. But, like, uh, let's be honest. The Meg was a Meg a disappointment. And, oh, boy.
2: And speaking of
1: actors in The Meg. What? what? Segway time. Let's talk about some news.
0: Wait, we got it. We got to Hold on. We going to give our final thoughts on the Meg. Oh, like it was on.
1: a mega disappointment. Uh, <laughs> you know what? You know what? If you want to, uh, if you want to laugh at logical decisions, if you want those people who like to nitpick films, this is a great film. It's got so much shit to nitpick, and if you want to have a laugh at it, it is overall a fun film. It's not a good. It's not a great film. But if you like Jason Statham being Jason Statham, you're gonna get that. I think it was alright. Uh, I don't want to. I don't know what the fuck to give it out of ten, but um, it's a movie. It exists, and I, 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 I definitely watched it.
2: What do you think? Uh, this movie's dog <laughs> shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't watch it in the movies. Uh, maybe wait to stream it. Um, definitely don't. You know, don't subscribe to Netflix just because you hear it's on Netflix. Uh,
1: it's it's definitely <laughs>
0: save your twelve bucks. Look, if
1: you're the type of people person who goes to the movies and gets mad if a film shit or you don't go to the movies a lot. This movie isn't for you. I, I, it's not a lot for a lot yeah. of people. Um, but you know what? If you're like me and you want to laugh at some shit, you're not supposed to laugh at. It is overall a fun film. Like the, as, as, as much as we give the, the tone a lot of shit, it's not boring. It's never a boring the, like, you know, the, the character development no, I scenes. Was, I was
0: bored. Dude, I was I bored. I don't, I don't feel moments, like that. Like,
1: like- I, I've been a lot more bored in more in other films this year. It wasn't the worst film I've seen this year. Um but it it probably is in the top the, the bottom five, that's for sure. Uh I gave this a three out of ten. I might go uh four, four and a half, somewhere around that. I don't know, I might, yeah, I think yeah. that if I watch it a second time I would go lower, because
0: It's definitely, definitely not a pass, A fi- if a 5 is a pass, but like, I mean I gave it a 3 because, I mean, like I explained on my Coco, on the Coco episode um, the way I kind of rate things is like everything starts off as a 10, because you know, that's yeah. well, half full um, everything starts off, at a, starts off at a 10 and then, like, from there, that's when I start, you know, oh I don't really like that I don't really like that, I don't really like that and then by the end of it I kind of like Look at it as a whole, and I'm like, does the good outweigh the bad? Does the bad outweigh the good? And then that's how I decide. Okay, so if the bad outweighs the good, then that's below a five. And then my thing is with
1: rating a film like this, you can't rate it to the standards you would rate some like Black Klansman, you know. Or it's it's not trying to win an Oscar. You got to take it as a stupid popcorn film. As far as stupidity comes, it's 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 got the stupidity element down pat.
0: Yeah, but Black Clans, I mean, like, you can enjoy or not enjoy a movie.
2: I I, I, like, I wasn't you know bored I mean? in
1: this, so I thought the, the emotional scenes were a bit long, but I actually, overall, had a decent time. I wouldn't say a good time. I had a decent <laughs> time. But I know if I watched a second oh, time, boy. I wouldn't like it as much because the surprises are gone. Not that there were surprises. Yeah.
0: That's the Meg, everyone. Don't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> But segue us. Um, okay, let's talk about, about some news because I just cut you off. That's didn't right. I?
1: Let's talk about some news. <laughs> um, speaking uh, of Ru- you, yeah, like
0: I said, like I said, you're the producer, so uh, you know, get us, uh, get uh, us going.
1: Speaking of uh, Ruby Rose, um, Ruby Rose, um, shortly nice. after Comic Con, was cast as Batwoman in the upcoming uh, DCCW shows uh, crossover episodes. Zoe! Zoe, do you watch na, na. what are your thoughts on the DCCW shows? We're talking Arrow, we're talking Flash, talking Legend of Tomorrow, we're yeah. talking Supergirl, and some people would count, some people wouldn't count Black Lightning.
0: Yeah, uh, don't like <laughs> it. <laughs> uh no, look, look, okay, I'll I'll I'll, t- I'll tell you. Um okay, so um I've uh, I've only seen uh seasons one and two of Arrow and a uh, little bit of flash, first season, and that's it. I can't get through it because it feels like a TV show, mm. like like the way everything's shot, the way the music's done, like it all just really feels like a soap opera, like with like superheroes and superpowers show, like kind of shoved in you're, there. You're
1: definitely and, right um, to feel that way, man. Um, I think I think yeah, even the creators like the, are aware the quality of this too. Yeah,
0: yeah, I think Greg Bolanti... um. Like he's created created this whole kind of you know TV universe, which is awesome. Yeah. And look, hats off to it. And I really want to watch it. I really want to get into it because you know, like as you, like, as you know, I'm a big fan of Kevin Smith, and Smith directed a, a few episodes of The Flash and even some of Supergirl, yeah, yeah. I believe. And he like he talks he talks uh he talks it up a lot. Um, and you know that's what got me watching The Flash. But I mean, I just can't get my way my myself through it, man. Like it's just so what? it's just so yeah. repetitive. And then like. You know, I don't even like, I don't like the way it's shot. It just feels like TV. You, you're
1: right to feel that like, way.
0: Like, you know, when I've been watching shows like Westworld and Game of Thrones that feel cinematic, like, I can't, I can't go yeah. back to that. Even like, even things that aren't even on HBO, like, like Better Call Saul, Breaking Bad, even the way they're shot are unique. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? They don't feel like a network. Okay. That's, that's the word. That's a catch word. A network TV
1: show. Mm. Well, you're right to feel that way. First of all, like a show like this, shows like these, they definitely aren't on the same production level as all those examples you're playing. They're also aimed at a much younger audience. Like, they're like these are made for yeah. oh, teenagers for sure. and stuff. I um, I I do watch pretty much all of them. Um, although I have started cutting back on Supergirl, but I'm mostly just Arrow and Flash that I like. But you know, Arrow had so like last season of Flash was. M- really cheesy and arrow in the middle had some. Like, you watched the two best seasons Dude. of arrow honestly but um
0: Dude, yeah that's what i was gonna say i was gonna say um those first two seasons of arrow were really fucking good yeah. like deathstroke was
1: awesome he, no that guy was great man and like you know but what they do really well is um their crossover episodes it's like watching the avengers almost you know it's seeing them come together and shit obviously in a much smaller budget with questionable cgi at times um but yes anyways the news here this this story has developed further um so uh for those who aren't aware batwoman is different to batgirl uh batwoman is a lesbian in the comics um there was actually some controversy a few years ago um where there was going to do an issue where they were going to marry batwoman and they were worried about controversy from like homophobia and stuff so they canceled her wedding or something Um, but Ruby Rose, I object. it was, it was fucked up, but, um, uh, Ruby Rose, um, the reason it's important, she's gay. Um, and the character's gay. And if I read this correctly, um, she will play the first openly gay superhero lead role in an upcoming TV series. So these CW shows are actually pretty progressive. They do have a lot of gay characters in them. Um, and diverse of diverse roles. Um, but this, this is like a very lead role and it's very like, it's, it's not as iconic as Batman, but it's, it's still iconic. So that's pretty cool. However, what's fucked up is that not only did. Wait, before,
0: wait, before we get into this second part, because I, I know what's coming. Do you feel, I just want to have this quick conversation with you. Do you feel that she's above this? That's a good question. She's been in John Wick, she's been in movies, like I mean I just said that she's not the greatest, but like she's definitely been in like big movies with big actors, you know what I mean? She's
1: not above it if it's just a few episodes or an arc, or maybe even one season. Like The Flash last season had um the guy who played Neville Longbottom in a whole season. Um from Harry Potter. Oh what No no, was it him? Um I know, you know me, I don't watch Harry Potter. Um yeah, he was like one of the main fucking cast members of Harry Potter, and they, they even winked at it a lot. Um, but, but, that, oh, wow. but the, these shows, they have named actors coming all the time. They had, um, what's his name? Vinny, um, Vin, the bold English guy, his name, Vinny Jones. Jones was in, uh, like three or four episodes of Arrow and he's going to be in the new season as well, um, as a villain. Um, Damn. they've had names in these films, in these shows before, man. Um, but so Ruby Rose, I'd say, you know, I don't, if she's a full time, Thing. I don't know, unless she was like, they create a new show for her and she's a lead, but I think you're all right. She's a little bit above it, but she's not getting lead roles yet, you know? And no, still to no, this no, day, her not, most I mean, iconic like, role- Still, it's weird. Unless you- uh, There's John Wick, but she didn't speak in John Wick. Her mm-hmm. most iconic role is Orange is New Black, which is also a TV show.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, that's what I was going to say, but that's Netflix. It's different. It's a whole it different is, world. It is, it is,
1: and there's definitely more budget behind that. Um, but
0: Like, they can get Will Smith.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Um, whatever that means these days. Um, <laughs> nice. But um, what's what's kind of crazy is, um, so Ruby Rose is pretty stoked in this role. She was, like, openly pretty happy about it. But weirdly, she got a lot of criticism. Um, uh, not just from, you know, people who don't like gay people and stuff, but, like, even the LGB community kind of gave her a bit of a backlash. Um, and the weird thing is, is that the she got this criticism um, because of her acting. They said she wasn't a good enough actor to play something like this for for a role this i for a role this big that's this progressive and important. She some they should have a better actor and they should have found someone who is a better actress or something. But I think in the producer's defense, how many gay female actors can you think right now that you can name? Ruby Rose is probably at the top of the list, and she's an action star. Nearly all her films are action. She's, from a producer's standpoint, from name recognition, this is a good casting choice, I would say. It's going to get
2: butts and sets, um, right? Uh, well, yeah, I can I can name a few. I didn't even Google them. I can name a few. Yeah.
1: Well, do you think, would, can you imagine this Batwoman?
0: Jodie Jody Foster? Oh, well, I mean, you know, she can be an older one, <laughs> but... Uh, Jodie Foster, um, she's pretty sure she's gay. Um, who else? Oh, Portia de Rossi, okay, yeah. from Arrested Development, um, and obviously Ellen. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I can't, can't see, Ellen, see as... <laughs> Ellen
1: in the cave jumping <laughs> but off her still,
0: roof. It's really, it's really cool. Look, um, isn't the chick from Deadpool gay? Negasonic teenage warhead. Like, I don't
1: want to assume, but. I, th- I think yeah. she might be. You know what? She actually, I could maybe say. Now nah, she's a bit young to be Batwoman, I would say. But anyways, regardless, regardless, um, uh, this story ends in what I think is pretty fucking badass. So, well, actually, it's sad, but then it gets, but it's it's sad in a cool way. So, this is she got so much backlash, she left Twitter. So that sucks. But her, her final words before leaving, it does
0: suck. we're we're on record. We're on record about how we feel about that. Yeah. Like- Like uh, with uh, with Rose from Star Wars. Yeah.
1: It's like, another Rose right there. Yeah. It's fucked up. You should never be so mean to people because they, they're doing their jobs. Also, it's Batwoman. It's not Batgirl. Like, who is that passionate about Batwoman? She's not even that- Like, there are so much more iconic characters in the Batman universe to be mad about. You know? Like-
0: also, hey, just be nice on social media. Yeah, it's not that hard. Just be good. It's not that Fuck. hard. But um, don't say don't say something that you wouldn't say otherwise in real life. Yeah. Jesus Christ! And this
1: is like sort of just recently before this, like Scarlett Johansson quit a film because she was going to play someone trans, and um, like she got shit for that. Oh yeah, I did but say it's that. like casting yeah. Scarlett Johansson is a much bigger deal than casting an unknown actor. You know, like like there's reasons to make these choices. It's to It's because of budget and things like that. But, anyways. But
0: remember when I turned to you and I was like, uh, it was yesterday. I was like, hey, remember when acting was just that (laughs) acting? Like, being, pretending to be something that you actually aren't.
1: I understand when they say, like, when the argument is, like, people, like, look, if you cast a a gay, a straight person in a gay person's role, you're taking away the job away from a gay person. I understand that. But when it's someone as big of an actor as Scarlett Johansson, (laughs) <laughs> Eight times out of ten, you're not taking a job away from um, someone because they're not gonna cast someone who's as big as that person. You know what I mean? Because the reason they the reason you cast someone with Scarlett Johansson isn't just for acting. Star power. It's because of star power. Well when
0: you, the same reason why Eli
1: Roth didn't do exactly, the Exactly, which is just right? what we I talked mean, about. Um and it's sad to just, say I, to I, say that, but that's how the industry works. And if and if yeah.
0: See, but I got a question for you. It's, it's weird that it's more okay for a, a gay person to play a straight person, but not the other way around. It's yeah, weird.
1: Um, it's definitely a conversation to be had moving forward, and we should be encouraging these yeah. chats. But, like, you know, I don't think there's ever going to be a straight-up answer. It's going to be an ongoing thing. But, but, yeah. but what I wanted to say well, for is, sure. um, yeah, Ruby Rose did leave Twitter. It is sad, but she left in a fucking badass way that I fucking want to applaud her for. Her for. I can't find the full quote, but she ended it with, if you need me, just hit me up on the bat phone. Or just call me my bat phone, which is just fucking funny. Like, So she's definitely owning that role. She was pretty stoked to get it, and fucking hats off to her.
0: Um, do, you, uh, do you want me to read the entire- uh, uh, Have you got it? Have entire you got it in quote? front of you? Yeah, yes. please do. Yep.
2: Ruby Rose. <laughs> um Okay. So, in a, file,
0: a final series of tweets quoted in various media outlets, sorry, by the way, this is from SBS News. I want to quote them. Oh yeah, uh, Rose Rose posted before she before she deleted her account. Where on earth did "Ruby is not a lesbian, therefore she can't be Batwoman" come from? That has to be the funniest, most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. I came out at twelve, question mark, and have for the and have for the f- past five years had to deal with "she's too gay." How do you how do you all flip like that? I didn't change. I wish we would all support each other and our journeys. When women and when when women and when minorities join forces, we are unstoppable. When we tear each other down, it's much more hurtful than from any group. Um, yeah, that's that's fucking powerful, yeah, dude. Nah, I there, that. there
1: was another thing where she ended it with like, "If you need me, call me on the bat phone," which I thought was cool. That's cool. But, yeah. I don't even know
0: that. I, does she get those privileges? Um,
1: the bat phone privileges? Like, I'm sure they give her one that doesn't work at the very least. I don't know. It depends <laughs> which version they're going for. a little
0: prepaid, pre-paid yeah. phone, like, not even, like, connected to the <laughs> fucking 4G. 4G wireless, like, mobile oh. data. Like, Batman's paying for the full plan and he, she's just got, like, the kid one. <laughs> totally, bro. Look. All right, let's look, move on. What else you got? I don't want to got? get
1: too much into this, but just because it ties in well and I love my segues. Um, uh, a very similar thing happened, but sort of the reverse. Um, Disney have cast Jack Whitehall in a film called Jungle Cruise, which um, the, the, the splash for That's it, a good cast. Yeah. Well, he, he, the thing is, is um, it's Disney's first um, gay role. Uh, well, I think- Or leading gay role, something like that. Um,
0: but do you to just bring up the movie first? Um, yeah, sure. I mean, it's starring, starring Dwayne Johnson- the one,
1: and, and we know how Emily much Blunt. Dwayne Johnson loves his movies about jungles. He did Welcome to the Jungle, yeah. Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, <laughs> um, Walking Tall. Welcome to the Jungle. Um, he, he, he fucking loves his jungles. So once he's on Jungle Cruise, of course he is. Who else would you <laughs> cast? Uh,
0: well, it's got Emily Blunt, and I'll see her in anything. She's in my favourite movie, for fuck's sake. Um, she, uh, it's directed by Wame Colette Sarah. He's been on a bit of a roll lately. He directed The Shallows, Nonstop, Orphan, Unknown, Run All Night, uh, The Commuter, last year's Commuter, which wasn't that great, but still. He directed House of Wax, which is pretty good, I, I, as remakes go. Um, but yeah, uh, tell us more about Jack well, Actually, do
1: you know much else about this film? Because I can't. I, I'm, I'm not sure. No, it's still pretty yeah. early. Well, it's still well, pretty early. Basically, um, you know, very similar to before. Well, they've cast a straight actor. To play a gay actor, uh, to play a gay character, and that caused a lot of backlash. And I'm not finding it now, but I heard somewhere that either he was that Disney were going to respond to this by uh, removing him from the cast. I'm not sure if that's true because the sources I've seen say that. I don't know. Let's
0: just go with what we yeah, know. So what
1: we do know for sure, it's getting a lot of backlash, and um, there's a lot of pressure on Disney to uncast him. Um, which is um, it's a shame. It does seem like the Disney could have gotten some extra brownie points by casting a, a gay actor for this first openly gay major film character in one of their films.
0: Well, it's actually it's actually already in the in the trivia section for that movie on IMDb. Oh, read it out. The LGBT The LGBTQ community became noticeably upset and slammed the film when it was announced that Disney's first openly gay character would be played by Jack Whitehall, a straight white man. Um, The community voiced their disappointment at the missed opportunity to cast an openly homosexual actor in the role of an open homosexual. Um, And then it goes on to say, similar situation occurred with Scarlett Johansson, blah, blah. But we already talked about that. Yeah.
1: Um, So again, like these conversations are becoming more and more prominent. And uh, understandably so, and hopefully studios learn from these um, from these moves and hopefully, you know, we want to connect with the audiences at the end of the day with stuff like this. So best of luck to sorting that out. Um, and speaking <laughs> of Disney, a lot of the stuff I've got here relate to Disney. Disney's just been on a roll this last fortnight. They
2: have,
0: they have. I post on our on our Instagram and, like, I'm always, like, Disney have announced this. Disney have announced that. And I'm like, oh my god, am I reporting too many things about
1: are Disney? We, um, because midnight Disney feature is that? Is that who we are? Uh, uh,
0: but yeah, it, it's like like they have been on a roll. But they are also probably the biggest studio. Yeah, so, like,
1: man. Like yeah. they've got Star Wars. They've got Marvel. They've got Pixar. They've got box now. They've got oh well. Yeah, it looks like that's going through. They've got ESPN too, apparently. Um, yeah, well. which is crazy. But um uh you know a little bit more about this than me but um disney unveils first look at live action mulan um
0: yeah
1: we've got yeah. um i'm going to butcher this uh, it's lu yifei you've lu yifei i think it is lufa <laughs> um, no nah, it's it's an ei at the end i'm not sure but um yeah so she is mulan but it's the su- it's the Lou. supporting cast yeah. that's got me stoked like, okay, first of all, she does I know. look
0: when I posted it, I was like, Matt's gonna lose his bro, mind. Bro,
1: bro, they got Jet Lee in an American film. He hasn't been in one in a while. It's been a minute. Like he has um, been struggling with health issues, which are very sad. But um, you know, fuck yeah. Jet Lee and I believe the expendables was his last one, right? Probably, and he only did like four days in set, and he got a zillion. But he was like, I think third build. Yeah. For it.
0: but the you know you know who Jet Li's playing in this movie is he's the- build as build as the emperor.
1: Oh, okay, okay, yeah, I deal with that, and yeah, that way might mean he doesn't have to do so much action stuff, and that he and, you know for his health that's that's good for him. But um, the the other big cast is motherfucking Tony Jaa, who has been like really getting his way into um, what was really? it Tony Jaa? No. Oh, did I read it? I'm not reading it. it, was, it was
0: it's Donnie Yen. Oh, Donnie Yen. Sorry, that be- was the better one. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Donnie Yen. You folded a, a drum roll
1: and everything. Fuck. I, I thought it was turned out. <sighs> but you know what? I, I prefer Donnie Yen anyways. He's playing Commander Talk. Yeah, Tongue. okay. He, he's the um, a Man. It's that guy, right? Look, look, look. Okay, first of all, embarrass yourself. So I'm sorry. But Donnie Yen's even cool. <laughs> Donnie Yen makes more sense. He just worked with Disney on Rogue One. Yeah. Like, <laughs> fuck. But you know what? How cool would it be if Tony Jaa was also in this, uh, right? Tony Jaa's been doing a lot of American shit lately. Like, he's, he's, he's getting in there. But, yeah, Donnie Yen, who is a fucking great cast. Actually, he, he's a great cast. He's probably a better cast, actually. Um, <laughs> fuck. Well, you, you know uh, what? You've compared
0: him to, your, uh, to, to, your, to the imaginary casting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what? You fucked up earlier, so I think we're even- uh,
0: for this one. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but it sucks because that's that recording's not on there. Oh, it is. Yeah, the, the, that's yeah. fucking- yeah. We, We're both off our game this else. one.
1: Um, we are. We look, are. The next one isn't exactly Disney, but it ties into Disney. Um, So, as we know, Disney has um started to kind of kick off its streaming services and is working on it. We know a little bit more information about it. Off the top of my head, I believe what it is, is they've started ESPN Plus. That's one thing. Then they're also doing um, their main Disney service, um, which will be mostly Disney, Pixar, um, Star Wars, Marvel, all that good stuff. And then I believe they also own, I think it's Hulu. I don't have it in front of me right now. But um and then you know some people think it's a bit pricey but what they're going to do is there's a package where you can get all three for like a lump sum and um from my understanding what's going on with that is the idea is they want to have the Disney streaming service like Disney it's got to be okay for kids and all that so everything on there's going to be PG-13 um or or lower um so anything that's like uh let's say they get the Fox stuff and they get Deadpool for example Deadpool's going to go to something like Hulu, which they also own. Yeah, so it is Hulu, yeah, which will be in the package as well. Um, they're referring it to as a direct-to-consumer and international sort of deal. I'm, I'm, actually, I'm not really sure what that is, that means. But, yeah, so um, this has got – so th- this is pretty cool, and it's uh, the only exception is, I believe, to my understanding – the Marvel Netflix shows will stay on Netflix because they were sold to them. But everything they did with ABC, like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Peggy Carter, um, that stuff will go to the Disney streaming service. Now, where this comes now what this makes this interesting is so this kind of confirms our thoughts of like, the Marvel cinematic universe. Everything's going to be PG 13. It's sort of sliding out the Netflix shows. And this has affected Sony. Why has it affected Sony? um because reports are saying that Sony now wants Venom to be PG-13 not R as a way to hopefully one day maybe convince Marvel to include their Venom in the MCU um which we all know should never fuck will never fucking happen um reports are saying that the studio feels Venom should push the very limits of PG-13 without skirting into R-rated territory. But, and that, that, that way it would be easier to cross over into Tom Hardy's Venom, uh, sorry, into, to cross over Tom Hardy's Venom with Tom Holland's Spider-Man and the rest of the MCU. However, that's never going to fucking happen. And even more so, they're going back on their fucking word. The big selling point of this film was that it was R. Ah, that's what the fans were stoked about. I know I'm rambling here, let's but let's not like, get
0: into this whole thing. Like, let's not get into this whole thing about Venom. We've talked about but Venom. What do you enough.
1: think? Do, do you think it's a smart move for Sony to um, try and cut it so it, it, it they can lower the rating, or do you think they should they be pitching more on the R? Like this is just an attempt to hopefully appease Marvel, so it, this could one day fit within their streaming service. Apparently,
0: yes, of course, pitch it, uh, of course, do it as an R movie. Like, just look what look what twentieth century Fox did with Deadpool and Logan. Logan's like, a great example. Yeah, it's pro- it's been proven. Like, you can earn you can earn millions. Uh, you can earn your box office your budget back from from doing an R rated movie. Like, you know, it's not it's not a it's not a rumor anymore. It's fact. It's out so- there. Deadpool grossed eight hundred million dollars, and I believe Deadpool two mm. uh, grossed higher. So- um if i Sony are really
1: betting they're putting all their chips on Venom, they're really fucking putting a lot of faith into it and a lot of shit into it. They really are hoping because the the ace in the hole is that if this movie's successful, they're hoping that could convince Marvel to include it.
0: But like mm. we get it, we gotta we've we've talked about this. We're just spinning our wheels yeah, with this. I, one.
1: I'm just saying with this, like this is a yet another terrible decision. By a studio that can't make up its mind. And um, like you say, fucking cum veins, dude. These cum veins, man.
0: <laughs> fucking
1: cum veins. I told you. Uh, you got any more news? Um, I was going to say no, but I just realized that Zazie Beats from Deadpool 2 will be in that Joker solo film. Um, She is playing. Oh, uh, yeah,
2: that's right. Where is it? Um... You know what?
1: It's an original origin story. She's being confirmed. Ah, oh. You know what? I'm not seeing it. Yeah, here we go. Here we go.
0: Joker's love interest. So,
1: Sophie Dummins. Yeah, Dummond. so it's not Harley Quinn. Although it could-
0: A single mother who lives in the Lower East Side of Gotham, described as an African-American woman who Joaquin Phoenix's Joker takes an interest in her.
1: Yeah. Interesting. Not beautiful, has a hard, hardness to her. Signal yeah. uh, This
0: movie stars Brian Callen. What the fuck, Brian Callen from the Joe Rogan show all the time. What the hell?
1: Yeah, interesting. Um, So I'm seeing Uh, this as a go. uh, Yeah, but okay. But here's, I'm just going to say this. Like, none of this is comic book accurate. Um, It sounds like the entire origin story has changed. Um
0: but I have a slight faith in it. A slight faith. Like I always do with these kinds of movies, man. If it's a if it's a weird one, like I'm always like, Oh, that's weird, but you know, I'll still watch it. I'll I'll be I'll make my mind up when yeah, I see it. Yeah,
1: like I know, it's it's interesting the direction is going in now where they're WBDC, where they're um they're trying new stuff. Like it's good that they're not restricting themselves to that blueprint they originally set out, which was causing them problems. Mm. But yeah, and, and just mm. just to wrap it up. Um oh. Mark Maron is in the Joker film. Yeah, he is. Oh shit, I love Mark Maron. How results sp- Yeah, it looks like they're
0: getting a few podcasters, which is weird. Hey, how about We sign yeah,
1: up? Yeah, okay. Fuck yeah. Well, okay, yeah, sorry. I, I'm <laughs> I'm just seeing this for the first time. I don't know how I missed that.
0: But yeah, um I've got I've got one more piece of news oh, for you. Sorry,
1: just just to wrap this up, um, for those interested in keeping track of DC, because they seem to change their slate every ten minutes, um, it looks like their current release date is Aquaman which is 2018 then in 2019 they're going to push out Shazam in April then the Joker in October and then Wonder Woman 2 in November so they're going to do three to make up for only doing one this year that's pretty crazy especially since all three of those films I have a little bit of faith in like Joker's the most like we do not know about but I'm liking the cast Shazam I love the fucking trailer for Wonder Woman, two, you know that fucking team attached is gold, like Gal Gadot and um Gal Gadot and um um uh Gal Gadot. So, what's the fuck? The Patty 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 Jenkins is it? Pa- yeah, Patty Jenkins. Um, yeah, 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 She's fucking great. And then you know Chris Pine's back for some reason too. So <laughs> yeah, um yeah, give um, us some news, man.
0: It's one. It's just one little tidbit. Uh, Forbes just released the uh, world's highest paid actress of twenty eighteen. Well, can I guess? Um, yes, take a oh guess. Oh, right,
1: of 2018. Uh, it's still mm-hmm. not. It's it's. Well, I
0: mean, between the you know the tax the, the tax year, so June first uh, uh, 2017 and June first 2018. Let me break this
1: down. Let me break this down. Okay, so it's not it's not going to be ScarJo, but she's been that in past. Um, d- not just uh, Jennifer Lawrence because she hasn't really been in much lately. Um, that leaves us with shit. Who is it?
2: It's ScarJo. Oh, it's
1: still ScarJo.
0: Yeah. uh, So ScarJo, $40.5 million in pre-tax earnings, making her uh, the world's top earning female lead. Uh, (laughs) Kevin Feige actually said, the percentage of budget costs have certainly skewed heavy, particularly on the Avengers movies, to cast now, whereas maybe in the early ones it was more visual effects or below the line. But that's okay, because the actors are the best effects. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> so, They've they, they made it clear that, like, with Avengers mm. Infinity War, it was a struggle to pay her. Well, not a struggle, but, yeah. Yeah. But, like, I'm thinking.
0: But Johansson beat, she beat uh, Angelina Jolie, who was number two, at $28 Was
1: Angelina Jolie uh, done
0: this year? Well, she apparently took an upfront pay for Maleficent 2. Oh, okay. Uh, Jennifer Aniston, number three, $19.5 million. Still. Uh, Okay. Yeah, she didn't, I didn't know if she was anything, but apparently most of her things come from endorsements, like Emirates and uh, Smart Water. yeah, order. that makes sense. Yeah. Um, mm. But yeah, number five, Reese Witherspoon. Fuck I'm looking at ScarJo's
1: weird. IMDb right now, right? She... She's a busy woman. You know, okay, you know what, though? So she wasn't a short film, which is like, okay, or something. Affinity War would have been, I think, a big chunk of that. But, oh, no, sorry, she voiced an Isle of Dogs. And then who knows when this thing tips it, like, you know, when they start and finish it. Like, Ghost and Shell could have affected it. Um, Rough Night could have affected it. No, it's, it's oh, first from, of- From January? It's, it's the, yeah, from June. Oh, snap, okay. um,
0: But, I mean, like, that also doesn't matter. Like, I mean, she could have been paid for yeah, that movie. Yeah, that's her thing. Like, like she could yeah, have been paid art. up
1: front for Avengers 4 as well. Yeah. Damn shit. Yeah. Isn- All right, isn- well- Still pretty good. She's got crazy. a good um, resume on her lately, actually. Like she's
0: She has. She's been doing yeah. well. And, and it's so cool to see the Black Widow movie in pre production on her IMDb. It is,
1: man. It is. And um uh I don't know if we talked about the podcast. I mean I don't want to get too much into it because there's not really much to say, but um Kate Shortland as director seems like a good move. Yep. Seems like a really good move.
0: From our state. Yes,
1: yes. But Yeah, um, it looks like Marvel are going to
2: do it again. Looks like they are. Anyways. Looks like
1: they um, are. I think it's about that time.
0: Looks like it's about
1: that time, my friend. Um, I'm going to have a Meg good slip. So, nah, I got no no
0: puns. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's
1: too late for this shit. Matt, give us us your credentials. Um, So, if you guys want to find me... um, on Facebook, um, Velomat Films, or Instagram, Velomat, um, as, um, Colin pointed out, um, I just rapped on a new short, which She's Not Your Type, which is a comedy about a double date that goes horribly wrong, um, and that's pretty cool, um, and where can we find Midnight Double Feature?
0: Uh, Midnight Double Feature, uh, as I'm always saying, Colin's a lot better at this than me, but. Um, you can find us on Facebook. We've got two pages on Facebook. We've got the official page, uh, which is Midnight Double Feature. And then we've got our kind of meme slash news slash kind of fuck around comment page. Uh, Danny Hartley has been commenting, commenting some pretty cool shit on there. Like he, he likes, uh, he likes to get the conversation going. Um, which reminds me, I actually need to comment on his comment. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, uh, that page is called the after party. Definitely check that out. It's pretty cool. Um our Instagram Instagram has been getting a lot of action lately. Um that's at midnight double feature. Um you can also find us on YouTube. Uh if you just simply type in midnight double feature in the uh in the old search bar, then we'll pop up. What's well,
1: um, Spotify. Is that, but is that other than that, man?
0: Yeah, Spotify, I mean, you know, we're on every- we're everywhere everywhere. <laughs> so we're on Spotify, we're on iTunes, we're on uh I mean, like, uh, we've been on Spotify from the start, so it's not really like a new <laughs> thing. Uh, we're on Google Play, but yeah, we're everywhere. Like, you, there is no, you have no excuse. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, we've got a feature uh, presentation yeah, coming yeah.
1: up soon, too, don't we?
0: We do. Um, we are we announcing he, what it is? Do you want to be on it? We haven't announced what it is, but we can announce it now because it's going to be out yeah, soon. Yeah, I'm, I'm not um, going to be able but, to
1: make that, but you and Colin are going to tackle. I gave you a drum roll. Come on, say uh, it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> split, split. Directed by M. Night shyamalan. shyamalan and Ding Dong. Uh,
1: I, I dig that film. It's it's not perfect, but it was a great follow up to um, the visit, which was really like set him in like you know Shyamalan's back and with glass coming out. Uh, it's a it's a good time to 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 look in, look into that film, man.
0: I'll give you my thoughts on the episode. Oh <laughs> <You> know, <it's, laughs> you know, that
1: that yeah. That a movie it's very hit and miss at times, but um All yeah, right. it's cool. Say bye, Matt.
0: Goodbye. Sorry. <laughs> Let's get us the fuck out of here.